have a holly jolly gameaholic podcast. And I guess you did it. <laughs> that was unexpected. We're leaving it. Yeah, we're leaving it. <laughs> Welcome back, Gameaholics, to the Gameaholic podcast. It's Colin and Luke, and today we're talking Pokemon Silver, Gold, and Crystal. It's Gen 2 games from 1999 to 2001. It's hilarious because I think the Holly Jolly Christmas vibe is perfect. This is our last episode of Season 3. Yes, it is. And then, so this gets released next week before Christmas. Um, and then obviously we'll get into year in review probably in a few weeks in January. Early Jan, we're taking the holiday season off as we always do. Recovering, playing some games, planning out the first couple of months of the pod and jumping right back in. But, I mean, Pokemon Gen 2, Gold, Silver, and Crystal. I finally got my Game Boy. He did. He got his Pokemon Edition Game Boy from his kid when he was a kid. And uh, I got a uh, Pokemon Gold, which was one of the first games I got. I mean, I had red and yellow, but then gold was the one I got for um, Gen 2 and Crystal. But Yeah, yeah and it's cool because I think we started the month or the year, in a, season three in a, in a sense. Like, we did have um, Devil within Devil and Me yeah. beforehand, but I think we started Scarlet and Violet pretty early. So we started the year with a Pokemon podcast. We ended one with a Pokemon podcast. We started because- strong, yeah. Because I'm such a loser and I love Pokemon so much. So, well, you were the one that insisted we do this last Pokemon pod to end the year off, and I am. I, you know what? I'm grateful. It was a walk down memory lane for me. Yeah. Parts of it I was, um, you know, unfamiliar I, with. Unfamiliar, like for example, like it. It definitely also felt like a new game, but it felt like an old game in the same way. Like, I think when I play red or yellow over the holiday season, I think that's gonna hit differently for me, because that was like OG, like for me, but. Going through and like hunting the dogs in Kanto and like in Johto and all that kind of stuff was like something that like I also very much remember. But just like very, very nostalgic walking through this game and like playing everything. Yeah, like actually, I think I told Luke back when he got the Pokemon Gold. So I had Pokemon Gold and Pokemon Crystal on me. I played Crystal this time, he played Gold um, through this. To, to kind of review in this podcast in a sense. Uh, my first Pokemon game as a kid, I was four years old and I got Pokemon Silver. And I remember like in the car for some reason with the, with the actual the actual cartridge and like box in my car. And I was looking at it as a kid and it, I remember reflecting because it was like, it had like the, the holographic yeah. um, box on it. And I just remember looking at it and I can remember vividly like starting it up. I always put Cyndaquil as my starter and... Um, I had a really good time with that game, so it, it was walked down memory lane for me in a sense because it was my first real Pokemon game. Um, but I, and and it's kind of funny because Luke Luke is kind of like scared that I remember a lot of this, but I remember like every city, pretty much city, I knew where everything was essentially. So there um, was, and I'm just I'm browsing here quickly and like so yeah, this came out this came out in '99, obviously Game Freak. Yeah, um, I was probably I was six years old at the time. Um, and this would have definitely been my second game because, like I said, red and yellow were the first two. But I didn't realize this game came out in 99. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I just – I shocked you remember, yeah, everything that you were kind of talking about in this game because, for me, this was, um, again, almost like playing a new game but with the comfort of remembering certain aspects from the old games. Like, yeah. There was definitely things that I remembered, but the whole – and we'll get into it, but the whole trip back to Kanto is something that did not even – cross my mind yeah and i remember being a kid and i think like as we were kids like we're six i was like four or five when i started playing 2000 2001 like i was playing it still yeah um 
I would say like you're 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 so like young you don't really understand what you're doing you don't understand like the whole like strategy behind like playing like actual fight like like battles and things like that so uh doing it as an adult it's way more simpler in a sense i did a nuzlocke so i didn't have any i had three deaths throughout the thing luke just played it just to get the feel for it again mm-hmm. um and obviously i have a link cable at home and since he has his own gamecube now or uh, game game boy uh we trade me yeah that was we cool. traded too so he actually finally got to get a gengar Gotta get an Alakazam, gotta get a Golub, because they're well, trade-exclusive Pokemon. It's also funny, because I just automatically, I think, if we want to sit down and think about this, I so my my team ended up being mostly Gen 1 Mons, actually, if you think about it. Yeah, yeah. if you want, explain who your team was so, like, by go, the end of the game. You know, by the end of the game, um, by the time I beat the Elite Four and got into the Kanto side of things, what I was running was, my starter was um, Totodile. Great guy, you know, just really good guy. Loved him. What he was, was his my, nickname. He was my favorite. Uh, he was my favorite starter, I think, out of the three personally, and I really enjoyed him. And he, what was your nickname for him? Uh, Audie. Audie. Yeah. Audie the the crocodile. Audie the croc. Yeah. Audie the croc. He was he was a little cutie pie. Yeah. You know, because I think that he's just so Audie this world, if you know what I mean. Totally. So he was great. Um, I went, you know. Ghastly, I am, Gengar is my ride or die. I see all the memes online about you must be an emo kid if you love Gengar, but pff, that Ghastly line is my favorite Pokemon line in the game, I think. So I had to do the Ghastly, had to do the Haunter, had to do all that kind of stuff. Um, he was number two for me. Number three for me was the Alakazam, the Abra Alakazam line as well. Fantastic. Uh, I went in with the uh, Geodude and, you know, all the way to the Golem. Uh, lastly, I went in with Mareep, who I was really happy to actually have on the team. And it's wild because I forgot who my fourth was. Or fifth, sorry, sixth was. Yeah, Golem. No, we just said him. Oh, I gave you a Charmander. Char, right, thank you. Okay, so Charmander was given by you. That was one of the biggest things I think I said in the game. And, like, I had a real hard time finding, like, a Firemon in, in, um, Johto for whatever reason. There I mean, was there's Growlithe. That's about it. Is that really actually it? Like what other well, no, fire monsters? Magmar. Where? When did you get him? You get him in the Burnt Tower. You can catch him in there. Oh, okay, interesting. So no, mm-hmm. I didn't see him in there. Um, but yeah, like fire mons in in Gen two, I thought were like a bit a bit difficult. So, anyways, I I actually went through. Thank the, God you gave me that Char Charmander because that Charmander helped me so much in the game. But when I didn't have a Firemon, like I don't wanna say I struggled, but it was definitely like a lot harder. But interestingly enough, on kind of that opposite note, I didn't have any Grassmons the entire game. Like I did not have a single Grassmon on my team, but I realized I don't necessarily think I needed it because I was running, um, the majority of the time at least, when I was running the Mareep line, that would do the super effective to water. So yeah. I didn't need the grass necessarily. Surprisingly, grass is like one of the worst like typings you can have in Gen 2 too. Because there's like there's like no like real like need for them in Gen Battles or anything like that. And and you know what, like Gen 2, it was so much fun. And just like I loved like again, one of the things I love, because I got I would have got this game probably right around when it came out. So I just Googled it just for just interest sake. So this came out in ninety-nine. And um, Platinum actually came, or not Platinum, my apologies. Crystal. Uh, Crystal came out in um, December of 2000. So I had a year of gold before I got Crystal. But I definitely had both of them. Yeah. Um, and, and one of the things I was going to say is like, just in 99, it's crazy. Because like, I feel like I don't remember a lot of stuff from the 90s. But playing this game and seeing certain parts of it, like the unknown runes of Alf, Alphys or whatever. 
crazy nostalgia for me because I was literally sitting there and I would just be like, oh my God, like I remember solving these puzzles as a kid. I remember falling in there and like catching the uh, unknowns and like all that kind of stuff. So like there was definitely parts that I remembered. I remember the phone calls. So the phone system they introduced, which was like, in my opinion, horrible. But the phone system was really cool. Hey, it's me, Anthony. There's a bunch of Dunspars here. But no, the part that blew me away with the stupidity of the phone system was you get 10 contacts. And one of them is your mom. Yeah. One of them is Bill. One of them is Professor. Yeah, Elm. That's what I'm saying. So it's just like, okay, so you get seven contacts. Yeah, and the worst part is, like, if they want to battle you, their Pokemon never level up. So they just fight, like, level 10 mobs. Oh, I didn't know that. Like, oh, okay. Like I thought fun. that they would level up. No, it's it's really okay. Yeah, I have a lot to say about this game, but um, they don't level up in this one. But they're testing a lot of things and they're like going forward. I would say Gen Two is so much ahead of Gen One in a lot of aspects. But it's interesting because I remember a while ago because of the day and night system, which wasn't a thing. Right, that is very cool. But what I was going to say is, I remember you told me that you like for Gen Two, people were upset about it. Because they thought that it was rushed and it wasn't long enough, which is why they included Kanto. No, it's because everyone was like, oh, you're just relying on your old mons again. Like, you're like, oh, you only added 100? Oh, you only half the game is you're in Kanto? Which, you're not really half the game in Kanto, but, like, it... People at first didn't like it because they were like, oh, you just rushed. They're like, you, you realize it blew up and you're trying to force a second game real quick because you weren't expecting to blow up. Because Red and Blue came out in 96... Uh, yellow came out in 98 and then they're like okay 99 let's make gen 2 and then okay, everyone's that's, like oh. that's not a lot of turnaround time. no yeah. no um but that being said like they were always like hinting at it like and a lot of the background and once you like, do more like um kind of research on it most of the pokemon from gen 2 are we're already like in beta or like we're added in gen Gen one but they just felt like there's too many mons 251 mons would be too much in the first game so they said let's do 151 because i'm sure when they released the first 150 pokemon they had a shitload of quote-unquote extra pokemon that didn't make the cut and i'm sure a lot of those got brought in to like gen 2 right like i'm sure that like cyndaquil or whatever might have been a mon in gen 1 but they said oh no 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 right like yeah, like, there's, like, old, like, you can, like, if you Google it, I'm not going to, like, spend too much time on it, but if you Google it, like, they have a lot of the prototypes prototypes for those Pokemon. Surprisingly, Wooper was going to be a starter Pokemon in Gen 2. They scrapped that, but then you realize, oh, Wooper's basically Mudkip in Gen 3. Yeah. So, like, yeah, in a I lot of ways. It. So, like, they, they had ideas, and, like, of, like, ahead of their time they were looking at. Um, another fun thing with Gen 2 is, like, it, it, a lot of people like hated it another reason why is because like oh, you're like oh it's three years later from like kanto and now like everything's changed oh you're like you're doing the same exact thing as what you did in gen one but now like you can like do like little things like they're like just bashing because they they're just like it's not what we thought it would be when it's like okay well what do you expect a pokemon game and we all know now what it, it we expect pokemon games to be agreed so that's another part of it um but like it just it's it, it's fun because like I I'm gonna I, and spoiler I'm gonna rate this game pretty good like I feel like this game like is one of the games I actually can replay a lot and it's because there's so much exploration you can change how you want to finish it you can do a lot of things but there's a lot of reason why it's so limited in a lot of senses compared to new Pokemon games or at least in some aspects of it and that's because like and Luke was asking these questions and I didn't want to say it to him until we did the pod. Um, 
But the leveling system specifically. Leveling system is the worst thing that they have in Gen 2. And I think they just didn't really understand what they're... Well, I wouldn't say they don't know what they're doing. Because, like, they obviously made Pokemon. Game Freak did do that. But, like, the fact that there's, like, you'd fight random trainers. And, like, they have Pokemon that are, like, level 10. And it's a Poliwhirl. like, okay, like, Poliwag doesn't evolve to, like, level 25. What are you doing? Or, like, the fact that, like, Lance, the main guy at the end of the game, your Elite Four member has three Dragonites all under the when a Dragonair evolves. Dragonair evolves at level 55. Every single one was 47 or 50. Yeah. I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense for the, like, at least for the lore of the game. So I think they rushed it in that sense. Well, but, but also... Where, like, the leveling was just sh- leveling sure, was off. Sure, but, but let's also, like, let's also get a little deeper into the whole leveling with that, too, right? It's like, I remember getting to the Elite Four, and I was, like, doing great with all the gyms, but then you get to the Elite Four, and they're, like, 10 levels higher than the last gym leader is so you need to spend like hours grinding in that cave just to stand a chance against them and it's almost like they're like gatekeeping that encounter and they're gatekeeping kanto and it's like sure hey you know what if you want to go in there and you want to like make the elite four the hardest thing in the world sure that sounds great and then you go to kanto and kanto's a whole different experience cool but kanto all the trainers are suck they're all like level 30 and now you have all these level 50 mons and you're just like crushing through these guys and you're like okay so like why do you make this weird hill in the middle of the game but then i go to kanto and then i don't level up because when i beat a level 30 pokemon as level 45 i get no experience and then all of a sudden they say at the end of the game beat red and red has pokemon in their 80s and it's just like it, it it just it didn't seem to make a lot of sense. Yeah, Kanto. Okay, so this is why Kanto was rushed, and it's gonna make sense now that you look at it like this, Luke. Um, so when they put, when they made this game, they made it a standalone Gen two. They said this is awesome. Why wouldn't we put another eight badges in it and like have the opportunity to like continue the story? Yeah, which is cool, I, super yeah, cool. I think that's cool too. So they go to Kanto, but then they realize, hey, po- Game Boy color games cartridges can't carry this much like data it won't expand that much farther so they they maxed it out okay sure so that's why when you went to kanto there you were asking like why does it feel rushed why does it feel like certain areas you can't go to anymore because they close it off it's because they didn't have the capacity to add that like the 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 the, the, okay the actual like sprites okay but i'm I'm right there for that i can i can appreciate that side of things but then the part that goes back and mixes me up is why are the mons so weak yep so that goes back to level cap level caps is shit but and then to talk talk on the leveling of red and this makes a lot of sense now as a as a pokemon fan they made red such a high level because they wanted to be like this is what you were in gen one this is what this is what the pinnacle of being a pokemon trainer is this is the greatest pokemon trainer ever you have to work your ass off basically to beat him. Sure. And that was the big thing. And ever since that point, there's not been a single trainer to my knowledge. And from Gen 3, Gen 4, Gen 5, Gen 6, Gen 7, 8, 9, there's not been a trainer that's had, been the, had the same level cap Pokemon-wise since Red. There's been no one like basically you're in the wild like, okay, let's, let's battle level 80 Mons. Like, nope. He's the only one. He's the pinnacle because sure. he's... he's on the pedestal is the greatest trainer of all time, essentially. Okay, okay, okay. And I'm, again, I'm right there for you, but, like, the game makes it 
I mean, I beat him yeah, no. with level 45 Mons. So, yeah. I mean, it's very easily, not easily, you, but it's you very can make it much happen. done. Yeah. So, but it just, it just felt like that was like, I get it. They want you to grind. They want you to like him. They want basically red to be the last ever final last, you know, like you should have all the, the Pokedex should be filled out at that point. This should be done at this point. This should be done at this point. And at that point, you're essentially going in there and you're essentially being like, okay, let's finish this game. Finally, let's finish this game. Let's it. And I'll say this too, they put him there because, like you kind of said, like they put him on this pedestal. But also, it's like you're basically fighting yourself. Yeah. Because you're like Gen One, you're like you're like this like unstoppable force. You beat Blue. But now I got, but I got, I now I got a hot, I got a hot question for yeah. you then. In Gen One, isn't Red the name of your character in Pokemon Red, and Blue the name of your character in Pokemon Blue? No, you're Red no matter what. Yeah, you're supposed to be Red no matter what. So Gary, does, Gary's always Blue. So, Red's always Red. Okay, so then hot take again. Yeah. Doesn't that mean that the true lo- like lore would be a Pokemon Red game, not the Pokemon Blue game? They're the exact same games, but just they're different ones. I understand that, but why would your main character be named Red in Pokemon Blue? And I know we're kind of bouncing around here, but like a legitimate question for you. What? Why would your main character be named Red in yeah. Pokemon Blue? Yeah, because Red's just Red, and they had needed to make a second card. But there's, why would there's also Pokemon Green? Where no one's calling them Green. I know. I just do you see where I'm coming from? At least though, like I always thought that Red was the name of your trainer in Pokemon Red. Yeah. And Blue was the name of your trainer in Pokemon Blue, and they were like kind of like almost rivals in the lore, right? Yeah. Where it's yeah. like. The rival in Pokemon Blue would be named Red. The rival in Pokemon Red is named Blue, right? Like, that's more what I was talking about. Yeah, you're about. trying to be, like, mirror each other, yeah. Th- that's what I thought yeah. it was, yeah. but I didn't realize it in both of them. But, like, again, Red, we're well aware. Like, and Red is, like... And Blue's just scary. Now, yeah. now I'm going to open a whole yeah. can of worms here because I'm, I'm now very confused by this. But, like, why is Gary the new gym leader of Vermilion City? Uh, What's the name of where he's the gym leader? The eighth gym. I know, I'm blanking. Whatever it's called. It starts with a V for sure. But yeah. like. Um, Vermilion is where St. Lieutenant Surge is. Okay, so then no, it's not there. But whatever city. Viridian? Viridian. Viridian City, yeah. So why is he the gym leader there now? Because Team Rocket's like, leader is gone. He's not, not, not being a gym but leader. But why anymore. did Red not become a gym leader? Because he just wants to be the greatest trainer ever. He just wants to walk around and do stuff. But is, is Red Ash. Essentially. Do Ash and Red ever meet? Now I'll say this. Red, no, it's not the same lore. Okay. Red's okay. not in like the anime. Okay. okay. But Red, Red is essentially just what the, like the, Red is, is like based off of like the creator of Game Freak and Pokemon. Sasha T or, yeah, Sasha T, whatever his last name is. And, and Red is, so Red is basically, again, Red's your character in the first gen of Pokemon. So you're basically saying you now as a Gen 2 or you're trying gen to be your, two trainer. Your, your own self from Gen 1. Because you yeah. can name your trainer Gold. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's why the Red thing mixed me up so much. Yeah, but that's actually Gold. Yeah. So in the, in the, the, car, the what do you call it? The comic books? The um, manga. Manga. Yeah. The manga, red is red, blue is blue. Your character in gold, like you play as, is gold. And your rival, your rival, Silver. RC. RC. Yeah, your rival RC for you. What? You named yours RC. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah I named yeah. mine RC. Right, yeah, right, okay. for RC, his name is Silver. Sorry, and I'm going to... And, ju- and Silver is also Giovanni's son. 
Whoa. Yeah. That's that's actually crazy. And then and then their crystal. When do you find out that that's Giovanni's son? Uh, it's like a, it's like a sh- like one of those like game f- like you know those uh, it's in the manga, but also like you know when they d- you do like, the special events back in the day, you, there's like a special mission apparently that tells. Can like, I tell you something? I've never done. That. I never did one of those. Back no, in me the neither. Day. Me neither. But apparently one of them is like you find out Silver's so our, like son. RC is basically the son. Yeah. So okay. I want to talk about your rival in this game. Yeah. Um, I think he was horrible. In general, as a person? I just, I know, I think the character design was rough, and I think that at the end, where I just the last time, I, and tell me if this is the last time you bump into him. I bumped into him, into him in the cave in Kanto. Uh, yeah, between Pewter and whatever. Yeah, yeah and he pretty much all. just goes battle me again, and he shred him, and he's like, oh no, and then he leaves. You can battle him again, like uh, I think near Elite Four. Like you can keep meeting him on Monday and Wednesdays only. You can fight him there. But my, what I'm trying to say though about that yeah. is like, what like you never really get closure or understanding as to what he's doing or who he is. He wants to be the greatest trainer ever. I understand himself. that, but he doesn't understand that you have to love him. You just, you can't just be like weak Pokemon or weak. I know. But- and then he finds out his whole story arc. He actually has one of the best arcs in like Pokemon. Well, that's crazy because I don't see it. Okay, so he starts off as this like kid that hates everyone hates everything he's he's like hiding behind professor oaks professor elm's like house yeah he's gonna steal him on yeah which he does yeah and but anyways he's like hiding he his whole role silver is he's like i'm i don't love anyone everyone loves me i want to be the greatest trainer ever i hate hate, he was raised with anger i hate everyone i hate everyone and then he's like i hate you and it's because you love your pokemon or whatever and then he's like why am I so bad at training? I got beat everyone, but I can't beat you. And then Lance is like, yeah, because you don't love your mom's buddy. Ropes, yeah. yeah. And then he's like, and then he has revelation. Where he's like, I got to start loving them. And then that's why you realize, and this is the next part, Luke, if you notice this, his team changes because of that. So for example, Golbat only evolves when you have high enough friendship. The only time it evolves is when he realizes that and you fight him in the cave. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. So that's actually. when it evolves because he's finally loving his mons. Okay. All right. I'll, get, I'll give it and that. And that's why he, when he's talking, he's like, I found him to kind of get it. And then he doesn't hate you as much. Yeah, but, like, I just feel like, like, he's just, he was just, I think that his story was not very good. Yeah, and, I mean, it's Pokemon, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah story, you, get, you get what you get. Story never hits in Pokemon. No, no. But like you said, the one thing that was interesting about this game is, like, we talked about the day and night cycle, but on top of the day and night cycle, there's a weekly calendar cycle too, which is crazy. And like, I think it was like the, the no catching lap, competition, but the Lapras, yeah. where, like on a Friday and it, like Lapras only Friday. Uh, if there's bug competition, bug com- bug catching competition in uh, national park between Goldenrod and uh, Ecrotique City, yeah, and that is only on Tuesday Thursdays. That's see what I mean? Like that's crazy. And you get some cool prize from that. And that is something that like, you know, I feel like didn't come to any other games for a very long time. Yeah, like they, they dropped it in uh, Gen three. There's no net day and night cycle. Like for example, I think back though, and like for I went just kind of comparatively in terms of times, like Harvest Moon sixty four, does day and night cycle and days, but they're based on internal, very similar to what we talked about Stardew Valley and when we talk about Spirit Tea, like. There's day and night cycle, but this one actually relates to when you're playing, which hot take, I'm not a huge fan of that. Like I like it, but also at the same time, it gives me the ability where if if I'm working nine to five and I can only play the game from let's say eight to 10 at night, 
I'm missing those daemons. Yeah. Like I'm missing what's going on during the day. And like, that was the reason why for me, I was like, well, I don't love that. And I think maybe Harvest Moon and maybe whatever took a page of what Pokemon did. And they said, well, you know, a lot of people are in school right back in the day. We had class or work or whatever. And they want to play this game, but they need to do things during the day in the morning at night. And they can't do that on a Monday when they're going to school. So why don't we build this now where it's its own time cycle, day and night still exists, week still exists and everything like that, but it's not dependent on the actual calendar day and time. So I think, and maybe this is a hot take, but I think Pokemon potentially opened that door a little bit and was like, hey guys, like this is something that can happen. And yeah, maybe it wasn't perfect, but it was 99 when it came out. And then, you know, Harvest Moon and like games today, they're not really based off of that anymore. But I think about Animal Crossing, and it is. Like, Animal Crossing is still very much like you go in and it's that time of the day. Yeah. So very cool. But Gen Gen 3, they have, like, internal battery, like, time clock, essentially, like you said. Like, it changes when the ba- when the berries, like, grow and things like that. or like when like, So it's not based off the actual time. time yeah, right? yeah, no. Mm, but, okay. like, but when you come in, it's like you play, like, in the game for an hour, like, the berries will grow eventually. Because it'll say it's been a day. Yeah. Okay, see, I like that. I just like that better just for, like, accessibility of playtime. Yeah. Right? Where it's like, because you're right. I remember, don't you remember that day we were hanging out and you were like, you can get Sand Shrew. From 12 to 6. And it was, like, 5.45, and I was like, oh, my God, I want him. Yeah. So it's kind of like, if you're trying to complete that Pokedex, it can be challenging. Totally, yeah. And, like, even, like, uh, in the... Cave before the Elite Four, you can only catch Rhyhorn and Rhydon like between like a certain hour too. It has to be so, late. So you night. might yes, yeah, so you might not see them. Because I definitely caught them. Yeah, but crazy to you, like it, it's that was such a huge change. I think just in terms, and it's a Game Boy game. It's not even like an N sixty four cartridge. It's not yeah. even like one of the main systems. It's a handheld game. That yeah, it's this. like limited to a certain extent. Like it's it was like 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 I said. I like enjoyed playing the front half. It's a lot of exploration. You find stuff that you haven't done. You talked to every single person. I did. As you could. And then like when you get to Kanto, I was like, yeah. You're like, oh my God, I'm going to Kanto. This is awesome. And then you're like, yeah, I can tell you something. Kanto ain't hitting. I'm like, yeah, it's not going to because like it's so limited in a lot of sense. Like to remove things because they had to. Well, so so it's funny you say that now and that makes sense to the... Remember what I said to you earlier today where I was like, one of the things I thought was so f- dumb about Kanto was some of the gyms didn't have trainers or some of the gyms didn't have like the traps or the like things anymore. And the reason what you're saying now makes so much sense. And even like Labrador Town, Labrador Town didn't have its like actual like like sanctuary for like where dead mons go. And it's smart because Labrador Town had that big um, building that was the radio tower, but there's a guard standing at the bottom and mm-hmm. said you can't come up here. So they didn't even they, build those floors. Yeah, but they pieced it too. They're like he's like because like, all the shit that would happen in Johto. Yeah. So you knew. So like okay, and then. Yeah, it, it was um, it, it it wasn't the same, but like there were still some cool things. I like doing like the side stuff. We gotta talk about how like they made like basically a racist like Team Rocket member in Kanto. We're like he's like, I stole part. Oh yeah, that was weird. Bye bye to go go, and you're like you're like you're like that isn't that was that, that, was, that, that, that can't was, be you. That was weird. That was like, like offensive. Me from different me from different like countries. Literally said that. Yeah, too. I know. And then and then he's like. He's like, me not from here. Wait, you say Team Rocket gone? Bye bye a go go. And you're like, you're like, what? You're like, you're like, what is this like? What is this dialogue? Can I say something horrible? What? I read him as being super French for some reason. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> I read him as just being super French. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is a French. I don't. 
hey, I don't know why, but when, for some reason when I was reading that, I was like, this guy's French. I don't know why. I just, I just, <laughs> thought, the guy was, I just thought the guy was French. That's awesome. It was and, just... <laughs> when you battle, means like a level 29 goal battle. You're like, okay. And like, what is this fight? Well, I mean, well, that's... Then he's like, go find the part. Like, Kanto for me... Yeah, Kanto for me was kind of a waste of time. And then you see Misty on her date. And she's like, get out of here, you freaking pervert. And yeah, I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. I you're mean, little, yeah. You're a little pest. Yeah, you pest. You little gross little pest. And then you shred her team. Yeah, of course. I, I like, I literally just walked in with, like, Ampharos, and it was, like, over. Did you, did you know that Staryu evolves with a stone? No, Waterstone? No, I think it, maybe. I think it was, like, a, I don't know. I, I just remember I saw that. I was like, that's crazy. Um, but I don't know. Like, I just feel like, as a whole, the first eight gyms and stuff was fun. Um, the Elite Four, that level gap was stupid. Yeah. I don't mind but it was little... cool, even like Kai, uh, what was his name? Um, is it Kaigo? It's not Kaigo. Koga, I think. Koga. Koga used to be the GM, the gym leader of, uh, one of the cities in Kanto. A few, Fuchsia? 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 Fuchsia City? Yeah. Okay, and then his daughter took over, or his yeah, granddaughter, yeah. somebody yeah, his daughter, took over. His daughter, yeah. yeah. And she's Poison too, yeah. which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. Like, it was like, again, I do like that they're, they show the times gone by, um, I thought it was, again, I thought it was so stupid that they did, like, you're walking and all of a sudden it's like a level, but remember, you're going to fight red, you're going to mount silver, it's the end of the game, and you walk and it's like, do-do-do-do-do, and there's like a wild Pokemon in, in mount silver, and it's a Larvitar and it's level 20. And one of the things that you said that I thought was really good was like, it evolves to Tyranitar at 55. Like, why are you giving us a, a, a Mon that's at level 20 that needs 35 levels to evolve at the end of the game? Essentially, and like dying going to be youth useful in the actual fight. No, no, that's what I mean. Like it's just like they also yeah they oh well you you brought the point earlier like they kind of like was it like the gatekeep to things they yeah. gatekeeped a bunch of like Johto mons for no reason like Houndoom Murkrow Larvitar they're all in only Ra- Kanto random fire off by the way I just want to say this I think Murkrow looks the best I've ever seen in this game I love what Murkrow looked like in this game I thought yeah. it looks so cool you know what's cool about this game too is like I feel like. Pokemon now in the last like couple gens have lost like their like I don't know like their life in a sense and it's weird because they went 3D but as a 3D model compared to like their 2D sprites I feel like they just don't hit the same I think the 2D sprites look so much better even playing gen 5 and like like those sprites are cool and when they fall asleep they actually close their eyes now the sprites and they move constantly I like that more than I like like the 3D models they have like Scarlet and all that stuff well and I'm glad you brought that up because there's a few things I wanted to I wanted to hit on um when it comes to like Pokemon now, so I played obviously we played um, Arceus, which best game ever, but we played Arceus, we played Scarlet Violet, we played Sword and Shield, we played all of it. And some of the stuff I noticed about this game, number one in this game, catching a Pokemon is fucking hard to do. Like catching a Mon in this game is a full blown challenge. And I love that. Like the fact that you actually go in there and you need to like, like, again, for some, I caught a Tauros. It took me four Ultra Balls to catch a Tauros. Like, and it was asleep and it had, like, no health. But it's just, like, that level of challenge. Thinking about the Lugia or the Ho-Oh or the Snorlax. Like, those were, like, crazy catch battles. Whereas, like, even finding the mythic Pokemon in Scarlet Violet, I pretty much caught them all first try. And and it's not like a... It doesn't have the same feel. You're like, oh, I'm catching a legendary? Like, whatever. You give me 50 of them now. Like, back then, it's like... Here's this like wing. Go find it now. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. 
and you go into the burn tower and it's just yeah. like it has its sprite on the map and it's just like you have to Sinner. talk to it to fight and like man i i remember as a kid too you would save right before you talk to it yeah just so you don't like lose and it and then every time if you killed it by accident you just turn off the game and go back in and that's exactly what i did and like Again, I just feel like even catching just regular Monzo was a challenge in this game. You'd have to use like four Ultra Balls. And on that note, I think you're jumping so I can... Yeah, like it was funny that you mentioned it. It went from Gen 2. I forgot you brought you brought this up because I, I wanted to talk about this. So Gen 2 brought up all these cool ideas. Now, we talk about Kurt and it sucks that he's like in the second like gym town. Like yeah, the yeah, bottom. like the, the, guy with the, the guy that makes the balls for you. Yeah. He, he makes these, the Pokeballs for you, and they all supposed to have different, like, abilities. So, like, one would be, like, fast, or, like, a timer ball, or, like, whatever, like, quick ball. Like, they make all these different balls that he makes yeah. out of apricot, or apricorn, whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Um, and in Gen 2, for some reason, 90% of them don't work. The balls? Yeah, like like they made the idea of it. Like a lure do, ball? Yeah, they made the idea of it. Just doesn't really work. Like I I forget the like the percentage, but say like a pokeball has like a one in ten percent chance of catching a level thirty mon. Yeah. A lure ball, if you caught, pulled up a, a mon from like water, and you're like, okay, I'm gonna toss this lure ball, it should like do pretty good. It's like a twenty percent chance of catching so it. It's so not that much higher. so it doesn't. They like kind of screwed it up in a sense because they they fixed it in Gen three. So Gen three, like when you have a dive ball, you actually can catch things pretty easily with a dive ball. Or like things like that, or like a lure ball, quick ball, or whatever, quick yeah. ball, whatever, timer ball. They made a bunch, but in Gen two, all the balls don't really work. And also, if you put a Pokemon to sleep, it gives like maybe like a five percent raise when That's it, it when when they said like it's supposed to be twenty five percent higher. It's like a five percent raise. And if you poison, paralyze, or like uh, freeze it, it's like doesn't change at all actually oh really yeah even though, even, yeah even though it's even though it's supposed to they screwed it up when they were doing like the actual breakdown of it that's crazy so it's actually i watched a whole youtube video on this it's crazy to find that out i was like oh okay so like so literally, sleep's the only literally one doing actually... any paralysis or anything like that doesn't really make any difference so they're catching them yeah it's i mean it's like i said it's it's very interesting and but on that note though it's it's also interesting because as i mentioned like you know you're spending five four ultra balls catching a pokemon and, like, I find the, like, economy in this game is, like, also kind of challenging. Like, because if I have to buy 21 Ultra Balls to buy f to catch five Pokemon, and, like, again, as a Nuzlocke, it wasn't an issue for you. But for me, as somebody who's actually trying to catch Pokemon, the amount of money I spent on Ultra Balls and stuff like that, and the amount of, like, return I got, like, I was always kind of broke. Kind of until the end of the game. Like, actually, when I got to Kanto is when it opened up more. But, like... You'd be wasting, not wasting, but spending all this money on these balls, and they would just be like breaking out of ultra balls, like you wouldn't believe. And you'd be like, "Oh, there's another like fifteen thousand dollars gone. Like, this is crazy." And just kind of going from there. Yeah. But I just, I, I thought that that was kind of good. I like the fact that you're not loaded because I think about like Scarlet and Violet and stuff, and I have all the money in the world there. Like, I'd buy twenty ultra balls, and I'd still be like a millionaire. And I'm like, oh, okay, like I guess I'm just like loaded. So I like the, the like economy in those games. Yeah. But I mean, like I said, the game was so much fun. It was so nostalgic. I don't know. Anything else you want to say before we jump in? No, I mean, like, it's just, yeah, it's a, it's a good game. Like, I mean, there's differences between gold, silver, and crystal. Most of it's Pokedex. Right. But, like, crystal, like, they started adding, like, things you saw in Gen 3, like, actual Outer world sprites that look like the actual Pokemon. Um, there's actually, like, little side missions for, like, certain mons, like, catching Suicune, like... 
uh, the 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 sprites would move. It just was like a nice little. Like, it was treat, it yeah. was what it was like. Yeah, a treat to know what was coming with like with like Gen three, Gen four, Gen five before they went obviously to like. 3D sprites. But anyways, I really enjoy this game. It's really super nostalgic. Highly recommend playing it. But let's jump into the ratings real quick. Now, Luke, I have a question for you before we, while we go into the ratings. Yeah. Character-wise, I know we don't like typically... We typically do t- characters as, like, like every character changing, in a sense, as, as like, like developing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Would you classify as, like, different Pokemon and Pokedex characters? No. I would uh, argue uh, the ba- I would argue the background. I'd argue the background. I would say Pokemon are background. Because I was gonna say like characters, I was gonna put them as a, as as a character technically, but but there's no real development for them. They evolve. <laughs> no, I think they're. I think for me, they're background. That's fair. To be yeah. honest, with hey, you. hey, yeah, like That's I think fair. characters are like your good buddy, like silver, gold, red, blue, oak, elm. Can I start this one off? Of course you can. It's all you. Characters, I'm going to say, is a 2.5. Yeah. And I'm going to say that because um, Silver actually has, like, a really good story arc based on but what I knew. His, like, I already knew his yeah, lore. Okay. You, you didn't really know it. But, like, he actually turns. He changes how he hates you at the beginning, hates everyone to being, like, I have to understand, like, the compassion side of things. And he changes and his Pokemon evolved due to that. Um, like, you, it, it's funny because, like, I'm pretty sure he had a Gengar. He should have had a Crobat. And he has an Alakazam. Which is funny because like he didn't have those before that last fight. Inter- so, like, but I mean like it's not like a contour is gonna evolve because it has friendship level. But yeah. like he like he it had shows a buddy to trade he, with. Yeah, you've yeah, met a friend. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also like I think Elm's quirky like compared to Oak. Like he's like he's like Oak's successor in a sense, and he's like, oh, it's just hard. Like I, he's like, oh, and he like freaks he's out like a, a bunch. mohawk. Eh? He has a weird haircut. Yeah, yeah. Did you notice yeah, that? Yeah, he has a mohawk, and he freaks out all the time. He's like, oh. Come, come get this thing. And show, did you ever go back and show him Togepi? And he's like, I no. came out of the egg. No, yeah, no. he freaks out. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, there's not really development, but that's, that's I mean, characters. That's I mean, there's game, there's yeah. some development, some not. I mean, Silver probably is the best development in the game, and you didn't really notice it, so. And I'll go two, yeah. I'll go two, because the Silver, I thought the Silver storyline was actually rough. Like, I don't think it addressed anything to me in yeah. personally and like and even team rocket's storyline didn't really address anything they felt, they felt like it was kind of unfinished they're just like yeah we're back we're looking for Giovanni. yeah i know it's like where we want like when they're and then you beat them like okay we're gonna quit for good now and you're like, you're like okay this okay weird question i know off topic does team rocket ever come back no that was it that's the last time you'll ever see team rocket in any game can I be honest? That's mind blowing to me, actually. Yeah. But anyways, cool. So ba- I'm gonna go background. If we talk about Pokemon and like just this, I-, I do. I think the background's great in this game, especially for a game from the '90s. So it has to be a five for me on background. Like I just, I mean, oh my god, each route is designed differently. Like the towns, the side quests. Like I thought it was, I thought it was good. I have to give it a five on the background. It is. It's. I mean, it's the definition of an open world game. Thank you so much because I was gonna say it's open world because you can choose how you want to address battles. You can do gym six, seven, or eight. And that's why the level cap kind of fucks a little yeah, bit there. Yeah, that makes sense. It's because if the game was, like, fluent, they could have, like, addressed that. So when you kill, you beat, like, the six or seven or eight Because when you get to Equator City, you can go left or right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, the thing is, like, with that, and after you beat the fifth gym, you can already surf and things like that. Yeah. Um, and fly. But, like, like the thing is with, with that level cap is that's what the problem was. Like, you could you could technically fight Jasmine, who is the sixth gym with the steel types. You could fight Price with the ice types, or you could 
you, I don't think you can fight the eighth gym, but you probably get to the city at least, like uh, Blackthorn. Yeah. So that's why they're like, okay, we gotta keep all these mons kind of the same level. But the one thing I didn't like about that either is like you get to like where Price is, he has like a level thirty like Palace one, well, and you're like the wild mons around are like level sixteen still. You're like well, that didn't make any sense. Well, and if you want to think about it on top of that too. When you go to Kanto, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, which I like. Whatever the fuck you want in Kanto. Which I do like. You land in there and you can go wherever the hell. I mean, I told you, I was like, everybody wants me to check out this power plant, right? Like, they were definitely pushing you there first. Yeah. But then afterwards, you can do whatever you wanted. Yeah. Um, So, I'm going to go sound. I mean, it's banging. I mean, come on. It's banging tracks. I mean, I can't give this a five, though, because it's like, come on. Like, compared to music these days... Still great, still really good. I'll go four on the music, at least in terms of like the nostalgia side of things and everything like that. What do you think? Four, of four is valid. You know what's cool though? If you listen to the story or like the music for long enough, just say you just like left it idle, like music eventually changes a bit. Oh, interesting. It's not the same like like repeat. Like well, they they actually, got, there's pieces to the song. They also took out our favorite Lavender Town song and it's still there, but it's not like the same. Change, yeah, yeah it's a little it bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, replayability. Re- yeah. Five. And that's the first time I've ever done that. And the reason is because I've replayed this game a million times already. And, and I'm very bored of it. Uh, you know what? You know what? You know what? To be fair, I will. I can't obviously like, I don't want to go back in right now and replay it. Cause I think we have so many cool games on the go right now, but definitely you can go back in there and you can have a completely different experience with a completely different mods. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm always a creature of habit, but like, for example, I could go and I could pick Chikorita but I could pick different mons and like I could be like, you know what, I'm gonna go with a hoot hoot. Or you could try like, like, yeah, you just just totally. You'd be like, hey, you know what, I'm gonna get rid of my starter entirely and just start with a rise hat. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go three five on that one. Like it's definitely not like an oh my god, I want to jump right back into this, but like definitely like a good time. The reason why I said five is because I've replayed it so many times. I've done Nuzlocks. Yeah. I put twenty hours in and be like, okay, just turn it off and restart the game from mm-hmm. scratch because I'm like, I'm like, I died. I'll yeah, restart. That's fair. Yeah, so I can drive right, dive right back. I for me and that that it I does think- suck. As a Nuzlocker, it does suck. I actually, like, right now with Emerald, I just started that again, like, 12 hours in, and I said, I can't, this is this is it, I gotta restart. I got, sc- I got screwed. So, on the note of story, um, I have to say, like, I'm gonna consider, like, the side quest side of things as well. Like, the storyline, the story in this game is very good. The lore behind, like, the Burnt Tower or Whirlpool Islands or, like, you know, um, Cinnabar Island burning down or, like, Magma, whatever. Yeah. Red, all that kind of stuff. Like, it's definitely, like, a, like, they, they definitely put a lot of work into that. I mean, again, I thought, like, um, Silver's story didn't really hit for me. Um, but I thought it was good all in all. Like, I'm going to probably give it a four. I can't not give it a four on the story. Like, I think wow. that just... I don't know. I think that, like, versus... I just think that, like, you even compare it. I hate to say it. I even compare it to, like, the stuff now today for Pokemon where it's, like, Sword and Shield or Scarlet Violet. Like, I feel like this was a better story and, like, a better, like, lore built in than those games have. Yeah. Well, it takes like, place in, like, rural, like, Japan, well, but I mean, which is these, cool. But, like, these ones, like, Scarlet Violet, what do they say? They're just, like... Oh, my dad found a time machine and opened it up, and now there's Pokemon from the future. Oh, no, my dad's dead as time, too. Oh, no. <laughs> wow, there's paradox forms. That's what I'm saying. Like, and then, 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 then the bad guys in it are just, like, rebel kids that are like, we just hate the school. School sucks. Bullies are mean. Yeah. yeah. And it's like... Well, this one's like, I want to, like, take over the world and, like, kill all these mons. Yeah, it's... Oh, the guy's, like, dead or weak mons should be dead meanwhile in that one even the villains are like oh my gosh like they're i got bullied and now i'm a little rebel and like but maybe i'll go back to school and learn and i'm like 
<laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, guys, like, cut it out. Sorry, story, I don't, I, like, I see you gave it the same thing. Why don't you give your spiel on before you game? Yeah, like, you make a lot of good points. Like, they, like, touch on a lot of stuff. It's three years in the future, so it's, like, a, it's almost like it actually is, like, a sequel to, like, the original game. Yeah, I would, so, I would, I would so, agree with that. Which is so cool. And, like, they actually talk about, like, Red. Have you? Did you go talk to Red's mom while you're in Palatown? Maybe. She's like, yeah, Red's out doing his own thing. Like, I have a son, like, your age. But, like, he's doing great. I hope he's doing well and not getting hurt. Like, she hasn't, she, she hasn't talked to him, basically. Because he's out doing his own thing. Right, sitting on a mountain. And then, like, Blue is like, yeah, let's go, Johto boy. Yeah, that was weird. That yeah. was, I didn't like that one. Yeah, where, where he's like, he's like, I can't, I'm happy you came. I want to fight you in here. And like his Lego playhouse. Yeah, and, and, like, and there's okay. no trainers in there. Like, it's yeah. Like, oh, okay. And then obviously like, you go to the power plant. There's like side missions to it. Like you can go get the magnet train. Like you go find like a fairy doll for her. Yeah. Did you Google a lot yeah. of stuff? I, like, okay. Not a lot. I had to Google that. Yeah. I didn't have to Google anything with the, um like power plant or anything but like for the magnet train a hundred percent because i went to like get back like the ssn only goes on these days and i was like yeah you're like i can't get out there it's like i gotta go home yeah. i gotta get out of here <laughs> and then like uh i was thinking like oh, i'm trying to think like there's um the the rune runes of elf yeah which is cool there's not really a story to that it's kind of funny if you ever complete that i don't know if you did uh, All you puzzles? Yeah, you basically go back to like the, the, the like the scientist that are sitting in that one little house, and he's like, "Congrats! Like that's awesome. You did that. If you want to use your Game Boy printer, you can print off this like plaque." And you're like, "Fuck off!" Like fucking Game Boy. Printer. They really shove that in your throat like during that time. There's a few guys remember, in National Park just sitting on their bench. You click on them, and they're like, "Like I'm I'm printing something off right yeah, now." I know. And the other friends like, "Yeah, I'm doing that too." You're like, "You're like okay." They really, they I don't really, I've heard Game Boy printer. They, yeah. they, I like how they added ads inside the game. They'd be like, go buy this and tell your parents, be like, I want a printer. I, I want a game, printer. I need to print my certificate for completing the Runes of Elf. Um, <laughs> and, and, the, and the Pokedex. Well, one thing I want to talk about with the story as well, and I actually think this is a nice touch on the story, is like, um, we didn't really talk about this, but we should do it quickly. Like the legendary dogs. Yeah. So the dogs and like the ability to like like you know you you bring them back to life. They're actually humans and like spirits inside of dogs. But the problem, so the thing that I didn't, the thing that like, you know, I think it's really cool that they let you track them. But in my humble opinion, you should be able to track them from the beginning. It sucks. You need to run into them randomly at some point, and then they'll like. Would you say like as soon as you get them out of their like little like stone like bodies, then you could like track them? Yeah. Yeah, that's when you should because you technically saw them. I never saw a single one, and I played that. Which game is for, so weird because like you and I talked about this, but like you didn't it, see any either. We didn't see a single one. Either. Well, sweet you have to catch him, and, to, and I like, see him, but like the other two, I didn't see once. I didn't see any of them. Yeah, and I was kind of just like, okay, like this is just kind of like, but again, this is what makes I think this game so much different than the newer ones. Is the the newer ones are like for babies, right? Where it's just like every legendary you can find, and you have a chance of catching, but like. For this one, it's like you have to like have mean look or hypnosis, otherwise you are never gonna find one of these guys. Like ever gonna find one of these guys. And I thought that, that was super awesome. That it actually is challenging and a strategy to catch them. Yeah, like it, that's what I mean. Like, 
And we looked up how to do it. I think we wasted a few, like 20 minutes at least each. And then we were like, With this yeah. mass repel. Yeah, yeah it was crazy. Said, and we so, said, screw it. I mean, but that's And as a like, kid, we explored so much. Like, you could just, I remember walking to them all the time. Me too. So it's weird that you didn't see it's them once. It's a very different year. experience as an adult, which is interesting. Yeah. So I gave this a 7-4. I thought this was a banging game. I mean, this was actually so nostalgic for me. Um, I, I think that they should have stopped after the... Elite Four and um, the Dragon Boy. I forget his name off the top of my head. Lance. Yeah. Um, but it was cool to go back to Kanto, but then it just got old for me. And that and that, that's where it actually felt like a grind, where I was like going through and I was like, oh, I'm fighting these trainers. They have like four level 30 mons. I'm shredding them. I'm not gaining levels because I'm so much stronger than them. And then all of a sudden you go to red and you just get like fist fucked by red. And then like I had to like adjust my strategy with red when I beat them, right? I had yeah. my level 70 Lugia that literally brought me through it. Everybody else was like fifty, yeah. But like all that was left at the end was Lugia, and if Lugia had missed its last hydro pump, I probably would have lost. So like it was very close, but like I just I didn't I don't know that that wasn't fun for me. Yeah. Uh, so seven four for me. Uh, I gave it an eight point two. Yeah, same. Very nostalgia. I can always go back and play these. I love Cyndaquil. He's one of my favorite starters, so I can always start a game with him and enjoy my ride with him. But yeah, it was a great time, and uh, I- can't wait to re- get back into this in the new year. I am so excited for, I just want to say this, like getting the Game Boy Color and ripping Game Boy Color and doing this was just a vibe too. And I think that that added for me a lot to this, like just actually getting that full nostalgic feel, like playing this on an old school Game Boy that I had as a kid. Yeah. So that's it. That's season three. We are officially on a wrap for the season. So again, as always, we thank all of our listeners. Our Spotify wrap will post some of the cool stats that we've seen in Spotify, but like Thank you to everybody that's been with us through the season, through our, you know, decision-based games, through our Dark Picture, through Walking Dead, our indie months. I mean, we try to make this as inclusive as possible for so many different games. We're taking, I think, a well-deserved three weeks off. We're super excited to come back with season four. Hopefully get, you know, just really pump everybody up. Talk about a year in review. Go over some of our favorite games, the series, and the cool stuff we did last year. Um, But in the meantime, catch up on any old episodes you've missed. We have a ton of cool stuff, and I think it fits pretty much every single interest in the gaming community. So we will catch you guys in 2024, but until then, see you in the next year. Peace. come this far i just feel it this is truly where i belong making my way down ocean drive hungover people pass me by i know they feel it